Welcome in to the newest episode of the Hoth Hangout Podcast. Joey and I have just had our brains fried and we are getting ready to talk about the Star Wars Holiday Special. That definitely did not sound how it, how it might have sounded. But but all that to say, we, uh, we, we just finished watching something that we probably don't really know how we feel about and we're going to dissect it. Oh, I know how we feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe upon further review, we do know how we feel about it. But uh, before we get into, get into all of that, thanks for listening to the Hot Hangout podcast. It's great to have you here for this one. Uh, along with Joey, like I said, we're going to uh, break down the Star Wars holiday special today. Um, so maybe <laughs> just as an opening thought, I, I don't even know what to ask you, to be completely honest. Jo <laughs> Joey and I just watched a 97-minute made for tv film if you've never seen the star wars holiday special which by the way neither of us had seen this going into right. uh this watch through and we had seen clips but uh, nothing could have prepared us for what we just watched <laughs> not a thing yeah <laughs> and with it being star wars you have some you have a baseline right you have certain things that have to hit for it to be have the name Star Wars on it, um, it was marketed as a holiday special, so you have some idea of you know what you would normally see in a holiday version of a show. Think of all the sitcoms you've ever watched, or um, any movies based around Christmas or you know the holidays. So you have an idea of what you are expecting to see. Um, and this wasn't it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's one way of putting it. I mean, I mean, we could go into like the bits and pieces of of this film. I don't even I don't even feel I I feel dirty calling it a film. It feels like disingenuous to every other right. movie ever made. But like right. <laughs> there are this I, piece of work. Yeah, yeah, piece of work. I said to you at one point while we were reacting to it, which by the way, if you haven't seen our uh if you're watching this and you haven't seen our reaction video, or if you're listening to this on, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, go, go ahead and if you want to check out our reaction video over on YouTube, we, uh, <laughs> we live reacted to this movie as well. And uh, I, I, th I think I said while we were watching, the whole movie feels like a Trojan horse for, for like putting in like these, these uh, either A, performances, or B, just like, like things you don't even really know. Like, like there is a scene for there's several scenes in this movie where it's like five minutes at a time of like just nonsense happening that does not relate to Star Wars at all. Sometimes it's like cool. It's like a you know like a seventies eighties music video, and you're like, okay, I don't really know why that's in here, but it's happening, so I guess. Then there was other ones like that cooking thing at the beginning where it's like this. <clears throat> this person just like offering a Wookiee cooking lessons for like five minutes straight. <laughs> and you're like, w w what? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, we, I mentioned this in the reaction. Um, yeah, I think that that actor was in blackface, which makes it even harder to watch now, you know? Yeah. Um, 
So that that type of thing being, I guess, acceptable back then, and to, to see it now was was really jarring and uncomfortable to watch that. So you know, be careful if you're if you're, if you're going to be watching that. That is there, and I did even did do a, do a quick Google search, and I'm like, yep, that is that's seems to be confirmed as well. So, um, so yeah, the all of these little five minute, I can't believe there were only five minutes. It felt much longer. Um, little segments of either you know some type of choreography or dancing or some type of uh musical number um in the middle of Star Wars was and and here's the thing I was trying to give it um the in the category of like the holiday piece of it you know but none of the things that they were really nope. <laughs> that they uh were singing about <laughs> or anything or that were showing was really like a holiday based um almost none basically none almost none <laughs> none they were just and it seemed like they they hired these performers and they said, All right, what song do you have? <laughs> yes, we will we will use that and we will write around it, you know, whatever it is. Uh, and as as much as that chef one was cringy, the one with the woman <laughs> yeah. that was singing to it was essentially a VR. I don't know how else you could put it. It was um, yeah. like a VR headset type of thing, and she was singing very seductively and suggestively (laughs) yeah um lyrics to what seems to be the the grandfather of the wookie family um just seemed real real uncomfortable (laughs) and 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 i kept saying like this is network television this was what they were showing (laughs) on tv in the 70s so i i thought that was that was a choice they made. I wish I could remember the line because she says a line. This like fantasy woman that in so there's this this traitor. <laughs> he gives them like the the mother Wookie, like oh, I thought it was a sewing machine or something, but it ended up being like a like a music box. Yeah, some kind of media player. Which ironically, both of the gifts he gives <laughs> are just Trojan horses to put music yeah. videos <laughs> into this movie. <laughs> And one of them's to the grandpa, one of them's to the mom. But yeah, the gra- back to the grandpa one. I mean, it's so, like, it's weird. Like, something like that feels super uncomfortable. But I imagine it would have felt even more uncomfortable. For, like, in 1978, that feels so sexually suggestive to have, like, yes. eight-year-olds watching it. Like, this yes. grandpa's sitting there watching this, like, this good-looking with woman underbite. with yeah, his under right. yeah he's like and he like he's like oh and he rewinds it and he's like oh and he rewinds it again you're like oh. he's like he's like getting like turned on and it's like oh, i just don't know what's happening right now make it stop yeah it, it was so uncomfortable i i, I and it's made believe. for like eight-year-olds it, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> if you've never seen this movie Watch that five minutes because you will be just astounded at how much it all does not make sense. It is just flabbergasting. Right. Uh, So whenever I watch some movie or TV show or anything, I always try to find the one moment where I'm like, this is not going to be good. (laughs) You know, Um, I feel like that came pretty early when we were watching this. Um, probably went right when we first that we saw that first holographic dancing number or <laughs> circus number there, yeah. um, where it, you know, 
it really could have gone either way there, but just by the quality of everything there, you're like, ooh, this is this is gonna go bad pretty quick. Um, and we were right how <laughs> and how quickly it went bad. Um, I had a friend tell me like, oh, you're gonna be amazed about how bad it is, <laughs> how bad this show is. So I'm like, ah, I guess I'll have to see it for myself. And I I honestly never would have thought, and I never would have thought it would have been like to this level because you did still see because i saw that mark hamill harrison ford and um carrie fisher were all in it so you think maybe there's going to be some redeeming factor in it um but not really but even that like even the appearances and i don't even want to call them like like roles because carrie fisher is in it for like you know five minutes and then she's at the very end and then and then mark hamill's in it for five minutes and then at the very end like Han Solo's kind of in it throughout, but even mm-hmm. like the Star Wars characters felt like this—they weren't meant to be in the movie. Right, like yeah. it was kind of like they wrote this movie. They're like, "Oh, let's just substitute the characters and make them Wookies instead." Right, yeah. And then they're like, "Maybe we can throw in like a Mark Hamill appearance, and maybe yeah. we can th- like none of it felt like it was written as planned. a Star Wars, yeah, planned at all, really. <laughs> but didn't even like feel like it was written as Star Wars. It was so weird." Uh, right, and and also the first probably what would you say maybe five ten minutes, were, were the Wookiee family basically talking to each other with no subtitles. I don't know, yep. you know, with no idea of actually, you know. So me and Ben were basically like giving them, <laughs> giving them dialogue while we were watching this, like back and forth. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. So again, that's probably that was probably early indication that we were in, in for something. Something special, you know. The other part of this movie that I found so funny was it. This is like a classic. I I feel like this is a, like retro movies, especially. But mm-hmm. like, like the bad guys are just bad for the sake of being bad, and almost like silly to to the point of being silly. Like they go they go upstairs at one point to the child's room because they're searching the house. What's his name? Chunky. Ch- uh, uh, I keep, Lumpy. Lumpy. I keep calling him Chunky. <laughs> And uh, uh, they go up to Lumpy's room, and they just start, like, tearing the place apart. And then (laughs) then they come back downstairs, and the Imperial officer's like, he's going to have a fun time cleaning that. (laughs) And it's like, what? Like, why? Why? Your, like, satisfaction and your goal was to, like, mess up the child's room. It makes no sense. And with the, and you know, I think this is something that we, that, I don't want to even call them filmmakers, but, you know, whoever creates, you know, good filmmakers. Um, over time, I think they understood the concept of timing, of how things should be done. Um, this honestly could have been a half-hour special, honestly. Oh, yeah. It probably, it, you know, with the amount of time of just, you know, cutting back and forth between people's, like, reactions... And, you know, slowly walking up the stairs, watching every single step and um, kind of going back and forth. And, yeah, it, there was a lot of waiting around in this in this uh, in this show. And it re- and for us, too, as well, at any time that there was a screen popped up or any type of technology, it's we were like, like oh, oh, here we go. Here we go again. We know what's going to at least happen for the next five to eight minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And. And we were pretty much right every single time. Another performance of some sort. Um, but I will say one thing that I think we both kind of did like was the cartoon that was yes. kind of in the middle of it. 
it, it was it was so everything about this movie was it felt very thrown together, which obviously doesn't make for a great movie. But the byproduct of that is like sometimes there's like these gems within all like all the garbage, <laughs> and yeah, right. and like there's this random like uh like. 2D, I don't even know if I can call it 2D. It, it's almost like, what's that show? Um, gosh, it's it's like a certain style of animation that reminds me of, not a, it's not a King of the Hill. Um, oh, I can mm-hmm. like I can picture the show, and maybe it'll come to me at some point in the pod. Um, but it, it, it's like a certain style of animation where it's almost like grungy, jittery. A, yeah, jittery. Maybe that's a better jittery, word. Grungy, yeah. And uh, basically, it's the story. Uh, it's the introduction of Boba Fett into Star Wars. Like the first time Boba Fett ever appears in Star Wars is in this movie, which is kind of crazy to think about. But <laughs> right. But also, like what you mentioned, the like the ten minute short is easily the best part of this movie. It's yeah, not even right. close. And like, it's the only part where you're like, oh man, I kind of didn't want that to end, and right. uh, you wanted it to sort of keep going. But. Yeah, and I, and I, I always, you know, you and I had mentioned like, how did this even come together? You know, what, what, what? There has to be some type of documentary or something that you know we could figure that out. I, I, I'm wondering if that animated, you know, ten minute animated short was the first thing to be built, and Very then well they started building, started building things around it. You know, um, and and. And also, the cool thing about that short is, I, I believe those were all like the legit actors voicing mm-hmm. the characters. It was Mark Hamill, it was Carrie Fisher, it was, um, it was uh, uh Anthony Daniels. Yeah, know? I found um, I so found I, it interesting. I thought that, that was pretty cool. Anthony Daniels sounded like he almost adjusted his C three PO voice in that short. It sounded mm-hmm. more animated. Yeah, like less robotic kind yeah. of because his mm-hmm. character was more fluid. It made sense. Like his voice was like less. I am see you know it was more like rounded out it was is cool. right yeah it's a good catch yeah yeah so yeah i mean out, out of out of this entire dumpster fire was this was this little animated short that actually was pretty enjoyable yeah yeah i liked it a lot also i i thought of the style um have you seen beavis and butthead beavis and butthead yes the, that yes. is the style of this cartoon you nailed it. You and nailed uh it. it it works oddly for some reason. It does, yeah. Yeah. Except for, yeah. like the Han face was kind of weird. Like Han Solo's face yeah. is like twice as long as everyone else's face for some reason. Yeah, and he can't open his eyes for some reason. I don't know what the, the <laughs> And the one time he that. does, they open them like really yeah, right. big. Yeah. Right. Anyways, uh yeah, best part of best part of the movie in my opinion was uh was that piece. We we when we opened uh before we started this pod, we were like we don't even know how long this one is going to be because <laughs> we're probably going to have far more negative stuff to say than positive stuff to say right. about this movie. But having said that, um, I guess one of my questions was going to be like, what was your favorite part? And I knew we would both kind of go with the, you know, the animated Boba Fett short. So perhaps other than the animated Boba Fett short, what was your favorite part? And if not favorite part, maybe something that at least made you laugh because it's tough to pick a favorite part of this movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
instead of favorite part, let's call it the least worst part. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I can do, I can do that. I mean, you know, if I were to take myself out of this being Star Wars, of this being a holiday special or whatever, I kind of enjoyed um, <laughs> the bar scene. With, yeah, I was um, gonna say the same thing. With, with, yeah, with the with the music of the of the Cantina band, and I'll be honest, B. Arthur kind of killed it with the songs. <laughs> so, as as far as it being a musical, like I could I could have picked her that song in an actual musical, you know. And she's very good at you know she was she was a great actress. So, um, so I did enjoy enjoy that as far as for what it was. Did it make sense in anything? No, because that was apparently a video that all the Empire had to watch or something yeah. like that. Like, so much about this movie doesn't make sense. The The whole yeah. scene is her character. There's this, like, kind of creepy guy who, like, wants to be with her. And she's like, no. And she's a bartender. And she's, like, you know, serving everyone drinks. But this whole scene, the intro into it, is that it is a mandatory thing for the Imperial soldiers to all watch. Mm-hmm. In real time. <laughs> in real yeah. time. Yeah, and they're like... And at one point, they like show the scene happening on the screen, and the soldiers are like live reacting to it, like, oh. oh. You know, yeah. Like, I'm not really talking about it. Yeah. This makes no sense. But, I, I, yeah. you know, as far as like acting performances go, <clears throat> everything else in it was so... I'll just say bad. I'm going to just use the word yeah, bad. Yeah, right, yeah. Everything else was right. so bad that that scene was kind of like, okay, like, I didn't yeah, hate it. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. I didn't hate it as much as everything else yeah. that I've seen in this. Because I think that maybe because at that point they've, they've kind of broken us down so much that we're like, just give us something that isn't your, bad. <laughs> your expectation is at the floor. And so you're like, oh, this is not awful. <laughs> <laughs> right um but yeah even and you know i don't i don't know <clears throat> where we are in time as far as because i guess this is after obviously after the release of uh star wars what will become new hope um and before empire strikes back as far as when this was released right say that again i'm sorry yeah so so this was shown or this was released between the release of Star Wars, which ends up being A New Hope, and uh, Episode Five, which is Empire Strikes Back, right? Right. Yes. This yeah. came out in '78, so this would have been right. the year after New Hope. Yeah. And so, what's what's weird, and and I don't know whose involvement was of all of this, or if Lucas had anything to do with it, or I don't know if you know any of that information, but I mean, it just seems so disjointed. I mean, obviously. We know Mark Hamill as Luke. We know Carrie Fisher as Leia. We know um, Harrison Ford as, as as Han. But even knowing that, it just when we saw them on screen, it wasn't like it was them. Still, like it, it just I don't know if it's just the TV, you know, cameras make things look a little different, or um, it just didn't seem right. It didn't seem Star Wars at all. Yeah, I I just I'm reading snippets here of about the holiday special, and some of them are actually pretty interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. You want it, You want me to read some of them? Yeah, to you? let's hear them. So, according to Carrie Fisher, George Lucas. So this this holiday special has never been released on video. Um, the only way it exists is like either on a bootleg copy or somewhere on the internet. Um, like YouTube. <laughs> yeah, like YouTube, and so. 
Um, which, by the way, I guess if you want to watch the Star Wars Holiday Special, we'll we'll link it down below in the description if if you've never seen it before. Tread lightly, though. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sorry. Yeah, and and we apologize in advance. Yeah. Uh, George Lucas gave Carrie Fisher a copy of this uh, as a special gift for recording the DVD commentary for Episode Four, and she used to show it at parties when she would want her when she would want guests to leave. Oh my. Um, George Lucas yes. tried to buy all the copies of this show at one point in order to destroy them and so that it might never be broadcast again. Oh, wow. Uh, B. Arthur, who is the woman we were talking about in the bar scene, uh, only took the role because her youngest son was a huge Star Wars fan. Um, oh, okay. oh. This and by the way, you remember when we so we talked about this in our reaction video about Mark Hamill kind of looking different mm -hmm. and almost like seeming like he was wearing more makeup. This is after he had the accident. So mm. Mark Hamill's face was heavily made up as he was recovering from reconstructive surgery. For some reason, gotcha. I thought that was closer to Empire Strikes Back, but interesting. Yeah, I guess that would make sense because they probably had to film that, you know, Empire in like '78. Yeah. Um, let's see, 40 years later, almost all of the surviving cast who appeared in it are still embarrassed by its existence, and George Lucas is, George Lucas is known to have walked out of interviews in time, anytime an interviewer asks a question about the Star Wars wow. Holiday Special. <laughs> Harrison Ford says he has never seen it, so there's no point in asking him <laughs> questions about yeah, it. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wow. Uh, one yeah. of one of the writers has admitted that he was on cocaine heavily when he when he helped to write the special. Well, there you go, there you go. Um, uh, the that life song by Carrie Fisher is based on the theme from Star Wars Episode Four. Fisher demanded that she be allowed to sing in the special, but didn't like the song. By the way, we didn't talk about that. Carrie Fisher sings in this movie. Right. Yeah. Princess Leia sings in Leia this movie, sings. and it is a little bit cringe. Maybe a lot a bit cringe. <laughs> and it's too bad. I you know, honestly, that's probably the first time I've heard Carrie Fisher sing. I don't know if I've yeah, ever I'd, run into anything, too. you know. Not not a bit, you know, pretty good voice, but too bad it was showcased here. Maybe that's why we never got her to sing again because of that. Yeah, I just I, I have no words for it. I mean the ending is yeah. trying to like kind of emulate which by the way, I don't know if we did a great job of like explaining what the premise of the movie is, but Maybe that's because there's not really a great, great like, you know, it's hard to explain what it is when it doesn't really exist. But more or less, there is this thing that takes place on the Wookiee home planet, which it is a different name than Kashyyyk, by the way. It was uh, it was similar, though. It was like Kashuk or something like that. Yeah, yeah very, very close. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Kazoos, yeah. And um, so basically the premise of the movie is that Chewie... And Han are trying to get back to Chewie's home planet where his, who we think is his wife, we thought was his mother, but it was actually his wife, his son, mm -hmm. and his dad are all living on this planet. And they're, he's trying to get back there to celebrate Life Day. But there's so many detours throughout the movie that you just kind of like forget about that for most of it. <laughs> right. Um, and so... I guess what was my original train of thought? What were what were we going to delve into before I started like trying to break down what the plot of this movie is? 
yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's exactly what it was. We were just trying to figure out the whole time what was even happening. I think from a high level, that's what we were waiting to happen. And it happened eventually, and then it ended. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much the whole story. Nothing, nothing crazy about it. Well, I guess everything was crazy about it, but... You know, it could have been a like I said, a thirty thirty five minute show, but it ended up being this ninety minute epic drama musical thing that we had to endure. Um, sorry, I, I just keep reading more fun facts about that, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of them merit saying and talking about because some of them are really funny and and some of them are interesting too. Um, a funny one here: there was a book titled. The 100 Dumbest Events in Television History. Oh, my God. Guess what took the number one spot? <laughs> no shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not surprised. Yeah. But on an interesting note, um, there's a character in, in the movie San Dan or San Dan. I don't remember how his name was pronounced in the movie, but he's essentially the traitor guy who is <laughs> part of the, you know, the rebellion and, and he's friends with the Wookiee family. Um, that is the earliest incarnation of Lando Calrissian. Interestingly, wait, enough. what? So really? that, yeah, that is like the rough draft of Lando in in this movie. Uh, which is which is interesting, you know, because now I have, now you have to look back at that character a little differently, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I can see like maybe some subtle similarities, but it, he feels a little different. We actually joked yeah, about yeah. while we were watching the movie <laughs> that he he reminds us a lot of Luthen. Uh, a character from Andor, and actually, according mm. to what he looks like in this movie, and what and uh, what Luthen's age would be in Andor, and he has <laughs> the same exact occupation as Luthen. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe this uh, is yeah. this is where Luthen ends up on Kashyyyk, yeah. selling. That's right. Crap to Wookies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I can't know. believe this was, and. I can't believe this was part of a star of Star Wars for a time being. You know, I don't know how quickly uh, George Lucas wanted to eradicate this from anything, um, but to know that this even existed for however long it did, and I mean, obviously, still does now. Uh, when it hits the internet, it's there forever now. Um, I, I, it just amazes me that this was part of it at any point, but. As fans, as Star Wars fans, I feel like this is a checkbox. You know, you're just like, well, we have to at least know what what craziness happened there. Like I said, I had a friend that told me it was amazingly terrible, and that that doesn't give it enough words uh, to what we saw tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's it is a sight to see. I think as a Star Wars fan, if you're a Star Wars fan, I think you have to see this. Just to say you've just to say you've seen it and then never watch it again. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, maybe the maybe the animated short I'll watch again. Honestly, yeah. And I read a I was reading more just a little bit, and so that was actually re released. Just that portion was re released on the 2011 uh, complete saga Blu-ray set, which oh, okay. I, I you know it now is not the complete saga. I guess yeah, that right, would only right, be right. one through six, but um, so they have re released that portion. The, probably the only good part of the movie uh, as its right. own sort of like special edition thing. So also mm -hmm. an interesting note. Wow. <laughs> I just keep reading more and more cool facts about this. <laughs> Another cool one is that if, if you've seen the Mandalorian, 
um, Din Djarin's sniper rifle is directly oh. taken from the Boba Fett short in this. Uh, yeah, that makes this. sense. With a little fork at the end, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just overall, I mean, we could we could go straight into to grading it if you want to, but I uh, <laughs> sure. I, I oh dear, what would I what would I rank this? I mean, story wise. I don't even know how to go lower than an F, but I'll give it an F in terms of story. Uh, it's just like so scatterbrained and and yeah. non-sequential and just all over the place. Um, humor? I, I'll, I'll go like a, for like a C plus on humor. I genuinely <laughs> laughed a few times. I was like, that's funny. I, I appreciate that a lot. Um... What else can but I? Was that intended humor though? That's no, no, well. and if, I, that's the funny part is that like seventy five percent of the humor in this movie is not intended. It's just like let's put that in there and it'll be good, and then it's not good, and it's so bad that it's funny. So right. there's just a little bit of redeeming quality in there. That's another good point. Do you think like some of the jokes and things in this when they came out in nineteen seventy eight? Seventy eight, yeah were like funnier than than we when we watched them just now and we're like what <laughs> yeah i don't think so <laughs> because if it, if they were then maybe this sticks around a little bit more you know maybe this this stands the test of time a little bit better because you know lucas is behind it or you know i don't know i i don't think they do but I, and i can't imagine you know, kind of like what you were saying, you know, eight-year-olds, like, watching this <laughs> and just completely getting destroyed by this by this piece of work um, when they expected to see, you know, their favorite Star Wars and this comes out, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I don't think that any of the, the comedy that was intended comedy probably was very well-received. I mean, maybe here and there. I mean, like the like the one scene where I forget his name. I'm gonna call him Luthen. Luthen keeps going back to like try to give him his card, and he's like, "Oh, you know." And the the stormtrooper pulls the gun out. He does it like two or three times, you know. <laughs> so like that type of that type of joke, that type of timing. Maybe that was something that was, you know, popular at that time. But yeah, I, I mean, for me, the grade. I mean, I the only way I can grade this is an F. <laughs> Um, and with with the caveat to say, that's uh, that's outside of the animated part. I'm just gonna I'm gonna lump yeah, that aside. I think it's fair to say that we can aside. separate that as like a whole different entity because it, it's right, it's yeah. just not. It doesn't even feel like it's remotely part of the same movie. Right. Yeah. So outside of that, yeah, F F across the board. No, no, I have no problem saying that about a Star Wars humor. Are you giving humor an F too? <laughs> Again, if it was the intended humor, then maybe I would. Sure, but it was more like the like the laughing, uncomfortable laughing, cringe humor that you know maybe I don't I, that, that I won't uh, necessarily go off. So yeah, I'm, I'm probably giving it an F as well because everything else was just so bad. Um, but if we're talking about the animated short, I mean, I'll give that like a 
like a B, you know, like a C or a B or C, you know, like, cause it was fun. It was fun to watch. And, and again, I think part of it was we were pounded so hard by the, you know, everything, how bad this was that something, anything that was good was going to be even better because in comparison to it, you know, whether it was the bar scene or now this animated short, um, the animated short was, I mean, all Star Wars stuff. It was, you know, it was all of the characters. It was something very familiar. Um, it was the introduction of Boba Fett, you know, so I think that that kind of stuff, you know, that's the stuff that we would love to see. So, yeah, I'll, you know, maybe I, in the context of this particular show, I'm going to give it that, you know, higher grade of a B or C. May, you know, maybe I don't give it that high if it like stand alone by itself. I don't know. But, you know, because it was in the middle of this, I'll give it that. That's fair. I'll go. Oh, gosh. I'll go overall. D plus, yeah, that feels generous, but I'll stick. With yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Disney plus, Disney. Yeah, that's that's what I was going for there. Yeah, I just read not an, sponsored, not sponsored, not hashtag not sponsored. I just read another <laughs> footnote that the, part of the reason Harrison Ford was so reluctant to go back to finish five and six was because of this, because of the holiday special. <laughs> oh my god, can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. That I'm all, not surprised. We almost didn't get Harrison Ford and Empire and Return yeah. of the Jedi because of this thing. Imagine a recast of that. That would have been crazy. Oh, yeah. This would not have been not have been the same Star Wars that we know and love today. Yeah. <laughs> well, a wow. um, little bit of a, a shorter podcast episode probably for y'all on this one. Unless, Jilly, you have any thoughts on, on the Star Wars holiday special? Anything you want to tell people I'm, about I, it? Uh, I'm glad there's not a sequel. Yeah, I, you know we could we could film and produce and direct and shoot one. Yeah. Never say never. If uh, you just need some cocaine writers on <laughs> cocaine, yeah, and some Wookiee costumes. Any aspiring yeah, out right. actors out there that yeah. you want to film the Star Wars Holiday Special to, email us hothangout at gmail dot com. <laughs> we really want to shoot this thing. It's gonna be great. Uh, but yeah, don't don't. I mean, if you've never seen it. Watch it if you've seen it. Maybe don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> uh, as I just mentioned, you can always email us hothangout at gmail.com. You can hit us up over on Twitter at hothangout. Uh, and we've got lots more fun Star Wars content, reactions, and podcasts coming your way in the near future. We're very, very excited for 2023. Uh, we're going to kind of kick off our excitement with a pre, actually the last 2022 podcast uh, will we'll be going out next week. Uh, and I, I'm excited for that one because I haven't, I haven't actually seen an episode of Bad Batch probably, gosh, probably, it's probably almost been a year, I want to say. And so we're going to be uh, re-watching and recapping in our next podcast the first season of Bad Batch because on January 4th, season two of the Bad Batch comes out officially. And so we'll also be reacting and breaking down and podcasting on uh, season two of Bad Batch. And then, you know, we get into Mandalorian a few weeks after that. And it's just going to be a really fun year overall. So uh, stay tuned for some, some awesome hot hangout Star Wars content coming your way. And uh, yeah, Joey, any, any closing thoughts? Not necessarily related to the Star Wars holiday special, but maybe just Star Wars as a whole. <laughs> I feel like we've roasted the the movie too much. <laughs> I mean, maybe not a Star Wars as a whole, but happy holidays to everyone. Yes. 
I hope you, you know, this uh, weekend is going to be Christmas weekend and for anybody who celebrates and I know it's Hanukkah season as well. So thank you for listening to Hoth Hangout. We do appreciate all of you all. And I uh, hope you have a great time with your family and your friends this week. Most definitely. Have a, uh, a very safe and uh, happy holiday season. Much love to each and every one of you listening or watching this on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. And uh, as I said, we will be back uh, next week for our next episode covering season one of The Bad Batch. Uh, and thanks again for listening. May the force be with you. Don't watch the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> Please don't.